0: Welcome to our podcast series. I'm Susan Bauer, your host for our Norwex Learning Network, and I'm joined today by Amy DeBalt, who is a senior executive sales leader and lives in Cincinnati with her family. Welcome, Amy. Hi, Susan. How are you doing? I am great there. today. You know, it's springtime. You gotta, you gotta love when the weather changes. Living in New England, it's always such a breath of fresh air when you can actually go outside and get some fresh air. And I know you know that because Cincinnati has similar weather. Yes, absolutely. So Amy, we asked you to come on and share because you did a webinar with our RSM team is is doing this webinar series called Grow Your Business. So if you haven't checked that out, um, that's something that you may want to look at when they're doing those. But you did something that they all started talking about. We went, all right, we're going to ask her to do a podcast and share with everybody. And it really is talking about bookings and host coaching using curiosity marketing. So we're going to get to that. But as you and I were chatting, we know that, that everything kind of starts with where your head is. Is your head in the game? Are you in a place where you're having success and doing things that are bringing you joy? If you are. Just keep doing those because a lot of times, uh, and you said it was a squirrel syndrome, and it's so true. You look at, oh, that looks good, or, oh, maybe I should try that. And you gave an analogy to running track. What was that, Amy? And how has that always stuck with you? So my coach told me that
1: a competitive runner never looks to his side or he will trip and fall. And because I used to worry what other people were doing, or I would get the squirrel syndrome and I would think, oh, she's doing that. Or this person's doing this other model and maybe I should try it. And I would walk away from the things that brought me joy, that were, be, that were actually successful. And I would try those things and I would see a decline in my business. And I would hear my coach, right? He would say, you know, competitive runners never look to their side, they trip and fall, which they do. And I've seen that in my, my own life, my own business. And when I stick true to the things that I believe in and work harder to make myself better, have better parties, then, then
0: everything comes together. And you are having an amazing month. How many parties did you have this month? Amy, we're at uh, the 26th of the month. I've closed 37
1: 30, 35 to 37 parties so far, and that's with 30 hosts.
0: And you have how many new team members? Five this month. Yeah. So, okay, guys, now you're listening, I'm sure, going, <laughs> wow, what is she doing? So let's get started. Amy, I know one thing that you're very passionate about is using curiosity marketing to generate interest in your business, but what exactly is curiosity marketing?
1: So the goal of curiosity marketing is to create brand awareness and engagement in the groups or engagement in parties by sharing teasers of information. So I would never post a graphic and say, this is what's on sale. Or these are the host rewards for next month. Will you host? I will focus on the value, the content of those products and use word of mouth and customer testimonials as a way to demonstrate to the readers, right? Why that, why that is something that would be valuable for their life, like how
0: they could use it. That makes a lot of sense. And you are right. People are just going to scroll right by when you put a post out, hey, the you know um, on sale. Yeah, <laughs> this month. And I'm not saying that the hair turban is on sale, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, That's yeah. exactly right. So if the hair turban was on sale. I would go live with the hair turban on and I would talk about my hair and the texture of it, how this helps me not have to use the hairdryer as much. Oh, by the way, this is on sale. But I start with the why, the the education behind the product and I want it to be relatable, right? So I want people watching me with that turban on like, oh my gosh, that's my problem. <laughs> like, I have the yeah. same hair texture, you know? So it's just a way to open up that interest without being so in your face with it.
0: Yeah, and like you said, it's that curiosity that leads to a conversation that leads ultimately to something that you, that you want in your business. But people are curious and yes, I would definitely stop <laughs> and look okay. at that because I have super thick hair. Okay, all right. So we've talked about what it is. We know what it is now. So let's dig into how you use that in your business. So why don't we start with your VIP group because I know okay. that's an area.
1: So with my VIP group, I use curiosity marketing in every single post. Every single time I go live. Um, And so some of the ways I do that, which I'm sure others have as well, but I realize once you realize what you're doing, you can leverage that and do more of it. So testimony Thursday, I'll post a picture of a product and I'll say, Hey guys, what do you love about? We're going to use produce wash as an example. What do you love about produce wash? What's your favorite thing to clean with it? Um, Comment below with your testimony. And I use incentives and people love incentives. So I use incentives for commenting on my posts in the VIP group. And what happens is other people in the group who've never used the produce wash, will see these stories, right? These teasers from all of these other people, the gardener, right? Who loves organic produce, but still needs to clean it up. Um, They will see these stories and look at their own situation and compare it to, wow, I could really use that. And then Other ways are spotlight Sundays. I will spotlight products that are going to be available in the following month's host rewards. So I will work on that for a couple weeks before the new month begins. And for example, this Sunday, I'm going to focus on um, uh, pillowcases and why they're beneficial, I'm going to ask who loves them, who's using them. I'm not going to say you can get them in the host rewards next month, but I'm going to start creating that interest and that curiosity on how,
0: why someone would want that in their life. I can tell you're very intentional (laughs) then with what you post, why you post it, and when you post it, which is important because what you're doing is you're using that curiosity for a period of time, and then, oh, magically, those pillowcases happen to be in in the host rewards the next month. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how does that lead to bookings?
1: So how does it lead to bookings? If I see someone really wants something or is engaging with content, I will contact them directly and I'll say, I know you saw the pillowcases and you commented on, you know, others, their comments on why they love them and how you could really benefit from having those. They are available in next month's host rewards. So I just wanted to privately ask you if you'd be interested in doing a blank party. Um, So I'll use... I'll watch the comments, right? So the comments are my source of uh, creating a BFF list, right? The people who will need those items the most or want those items the most.
0: I love that. So that's your VIP group. But we also know that this is something that you use very intentionally with your hosts and during post-coaching. So talk about that.
1: Okay. So I... I'm a party girl, I love to go to parties, but wow, you can, if you scroll on Facebook long enough, you can see 20 or 30 different, you know, invitations to attend parties. And after a while, you begin to shut down, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't come on, comment on that, right? So, and I I host a lot of parties, and I attend a lot of parties, so there's nothing wrong with that, but, but sometimes it can feel overwhelming, And sometimes uh, you just want to be different, right? So with my host, the very first task that I have them do is make a post on Facebook and says, who loves Norway or who uses Norwex? Who loves it? What do you love it? Why do you love it? And what do I need? That's it. And a picture of a dusty shelf with a clean shelf and like the very top of a dust mitt on on one side. And so what happens with that is um, people love to give their opinion. People love to give their advice and share what they love about something, a product or service, right? And um, so what happens is very quickly on that post people will begin to comment like oh my gosh i love the envirocloth the mop is a savior i have three dogs and you will see these comments because people want to share they want to give their opinion it's human nature and when a post gets comments quickly within the first 10 minutes Facebook views that post as relevant. So I have an aunt who's, I'm going to, I'm going to back up for a minute, but I have an aunt who's on Facebook and she doesn't post a lot. And when she does, it's memes. And she'll say, didn't you see my post? No, Aunt Betty, I didn't see your post. Um but I'll look for it. So the reason why I don't see her post is she's not posting often and people aren't commenting. So she's not asking a question in her post. It's just an image. So if no one's commenting on that post within a short period of time, then it's not going to get pushed to the news feed of everyone that she's connected to. So I want to do just the opposite with my host. I want to give them a post they can make with a question that solicits advice, friendly advice and and information from her friends. And when they begin to comment, it happens 99.9% of time, when they begin to comment very quickly, that post gets pushed to the newsfeed of everyone on her friend list. And, And it's just an algorithm thing, right? So Facebook views it as relevant. And what happens at that point is all of these other people who are in her friend list, who've never heard of Norwex, then they're looking at comments, right? Oh, what's the up? Wow. What's this enviro th- thing? And so they start to get curious. They may even ask questions. They may like the post. So what I tell my host is that is the beginning stages of your guest list. You are creating your guest list right now. And I don't tell the host initially why she's doing it or, or, or how to do this whole process, but I walk her through it once people start commenting. And I always comment. I ask her to, you know, you can tag me or just tell me when you posted it. And I'll comment with a GIF very quickly. So whenever there's a GIF or a picture in the comment of a post and it happens quickly, then it's even viewed as more relevant on the internet. So that's how we start with the host. And I can go into more of that if you'd like, but that has been a real benefit to helping my host do something that's non-threatening, right? So people aren't throwing their hands up like not another party. They're giving their advice and learning about something.
0: Okay. There's so many things that I love about that. Yes, people are, are, are commenting, but I love what that probably, how that, makes a host feel yes. because you know, hosts are, they're, they're thinking, Oh, I don't want to be pushy. Right. I don't want my friends to, you know, like feel like I'm asking them to do something, but really it's that curiosity and all she or he is doing is saying, Hey, what do you love? Then that builds that confidence also yes. for the host all the while she isn't realizing it's helping Facebook to go, Oh, we're watching you. And yeah, that's good. And here, we're going to boost you up for that. So that is brilliant, Amy. That's a great idea.
1: Well, I've had hosts who would, I didn't always do it this way, right? We, we live and we learn and we get a little bit better, but I used to do it a different way. Like post on Facebook that you're having a party who would like an invite and what would, and you're right, Susan, like what would happen is she wouldn't get a lot of responses she wouldn't get a lot of comments. And since she wasn't getting a lot of comments, it didn't happen quickly. The post wasn't being pushed out by Facebook. Her confidence level declined significantly. And then she was worried about having the party. Am I doing the right thing? But like you said, when she's seeing all of this positive feedback, it builds her up and she's getting excited. And then when I do ask her to go personally invite people, she is confident that they're going to say yes, because it's not only me or one or two of their friends saying how awesome Norwex is. It's all of these other people on the internet who are
0: commenting. Oh, I just love that. And I love that you then use those people that commented for her to start her guest list. Yes. And then she knows that people are going to come. I remember hearing one time that one of the main reasons that somebody may say no to hosting. And I think this is true, whether it's in person, Facebook or whatever, is that people are afraid no one will come. Correct. It's not that their house is too small. If it's in person, it's not that they're too busy to have a Facebook party. They're just afraid that it won't be successful and people won't come.
1: Right. And I used to really want to focus on people who were new to Norwex, right? Those are the people we want in our parties and not so much worry about um, getting people in the party who are already using it, already love it. I was doing myself and my host disservice because when she's bringing those people into the party, it could be a home party, a text party, a Facebook party, but when she's bringing those people who already love and are passionate about Norwex into the fold, Other people are watching. The new people are watching this feedback. The new people are watching their comments and how they've used something for 10 years. Um, And so we're able to really leverage that experience and passion from these other guests and again, it drives engagement in the parties. What and it could be text, it could be home, it could be whatever. Um, but it drives that engagement. And if you are on Facebook and this is how you're partying, imagine what that does to the algorithm in the group itself. If you have people commenting, if you have people excited and they're quickly coming, like, oh, I use the body cloth and I've used it forever, then that is going to again push that post out to the group members as a relevant and they're going to get a notification there's a new post to check out.
0: You talked about new and the, and it is important. Like you, you don't want to just circle the wagon with just the people that you've always uh, had parties with because that isn't going to help you to develop and branch out to get new people. But what you said is even people that may be just watching, those would be new people. And maybe people she never would have invited, correct? Because because of that, but it kind of like gets your your closest people and then people that they're friends with. So it it really is that ripple effect. Yes, absolutely. That's such a fresh take on what you do with your host. What else in terms of generating interest for a party that that works with this curiosity uh, marketing approach?
1: So when I'm having a party and I and I do party on Facebook but I have done other formats as well. I take a look at the host rewards in the following month when I'm setting up my party post and my schedule and I incorporate the products that are going to be in the following month's host rewards into my party plan. So This, you can guarantee the parties I'm having right now are featuring the pillowcases, the mattress spray. So these are things that I wouldn't have always incorporated in parties, but once I started being intentional about it, and then of course, what happens, people who use them and love them start to comment. Other people comment like, oh, I might need this in my life. And then I'm able to privately message that individual to let them
0: know it's in next month's host rewards, and I would love to help them earn it for free. I love that. And well, given how many parties you had this month, it's, it's a testament to that approach is really working because again, you're creating curiosity for something that they don't even know might be a solution for them, which is Correct. to have a party to get it in the next month for, uh, for free as a host. Now, That's- One
1: other thing that I do is I incentivize my host. I incentivize my host to get the rebookings. So that is the goal for every host. So I find something that's on her wish list that I have in my inventory. And maybe it's a mop, maybe it's a chenille hand towel. It it was smaller when I first started, right? Could have just been an Enviro cloth, but I find something I know my host wants and I really focus on that during the party. I focus on, so let's say it's a mop, focus on the mop all the attachments you can get with it, how long the warranty is, all of these other amazing benefits to the mop. So it continues to get my host excited about earning that extra item for free from me as a special gift. If she gets three bookings, what I saw happen a lot in the beginning is that my host would get that first booking and they're like, Oh, I unlocked the four star rewards. Cha-ching. I'm done. And I don't want them to be done because if I'm just replacing that one party every month, then I'm not growing. So I need to find something that will incentivize her to go after more. And and it usually is a mop for me. If someone gets three party bookings, they will get a mop from me when those parties happen. And so I really focus on whatever item it is and the item that I'm going to incentivize my host with the following month, because if I can show them all the value in that product and why they need it in their life, I can also show them a way to get it for free. And that could be with something in
0: the Norwex host rewards or something that I'm offering. I love that. And like you said, when you first start, you know, if you're a fairly new consultant and you're listening and thinking, wow, that's just uh, something that I couldn't ever afford to do, do what you can. Yeah. You know, uh, if you're, if you're new, you're going to be earning things in bright start and shopping sprees and, you know, and, and cloth or, or whatever works. When I first started,
1: I, I earned a shopping spree and I love our shopping sprees. They've really helped me grow my business in, in many ways. Um, but one of the first things I did is I went out and I, with my first shopping spree, I think I bought 10 chenille hand towels. With my, I had a $300 shopping spree. My goal was to get 10 of these, and that was my hosting incentive. Over the next two months. And I think i just started with, if you get two bookings on your party, you're going to get this chenille hand towel. And I really focused on this chenille hand towel in my parties. I focused on it in the demo. I went live in the bathroom and I dried my hands on it. I'm like, this is so great. You know, so it's really creating that appeal to have something
0: and to get it for free. And that is, that's one of my favorite products, I have to say. <laughs> I know but you know, there are so many. Okay. Is there anything else that we didn't, we didn't cover? I feel like you've given so many great ideas and tips, but it, was there anything that you had wanted to share that we didn't talk about yet? When anyone begins to look at curiosity marketing as a way
1: to grow their business, the, a way to attract new customers and generate the curiosity. So people come back and ask you more questions, you know, I've also started thinking about that with um, stories that I make for Facebook or YouTube videos. So I really be, try to be intentional with that content so that I'm using it in other areas to grow my market share of customers or people who are interested in joining Norwax. I've, you know, the the number of people who've contacted me from watching a YouTube video and my plan in that YouTube video was to share the benefits of joining Norwex. So you can see the results when you start leveraging these, this strategy or focus in all areas um, and look at how that could create interest to start a conversation. It will do wonders for your business. Totally
0: agree. Amy, thank you so much for all your ideas. And I always leave everyone with an action item. So fold curiosity marketing into your business today, whatever that looks like. You're going in your VIP group or you're working with a party host. And I would say definitely uh, the idea for host to do that initial post and see what kind of results that brings you. And let us know the results in the consultant connection using the hashtag How I So thanks everyone for being with us. Thanks, Amy. Until next time. Thank you.